Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday, and welcome to the Think Different Podcast. No, we are definitely not recording before Thanksgiving. We are here live this Friday, and it is Black Friday, the worst day of the year to go out there and buy stuff for just yourself and nobody else. Thank you for joining us and taking the time out of your holiday weekend to be here with the Think Different Podcast. But make sure you give us a little hit on that Facebook page at the Think Different Podcast. And also check out our latest video, which is our Fifth Avenue trip to the store. Got some great feedback on that video. And of course, I am here with the man, the myth, the legend, Texan Zone, Vacation Tim. How you doing, Timothy? I'm doing very well. Uh, very stuffed for my Thanksgiving dinner. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm great. It's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, did you enjoy the football? Did you enjoy the, the, the turkey, the ham, the stuffing, the pies? You love pie. I love I know, uh, apple pie. I, see, oh, yeah. I can see your face and nothing makes you happier than some pie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to make this a very easy day today because it's the holiday weekend. We don't want to bother you so much, but we still thank you for taking the time out and joining us. But we do want to talk about what's going on right now for Black Friday. Very quickly, Apple did announce the same thing that happened last year. We referred to it last week in our episode of our Black Friday specials. So we talked about some of the great deals. Apple is bringing back the four-day event. So from Friday to Monday, you can go to apple.com or you can go to the Apple Store, and they are giving gift cards up to $200 back, depending on what you get. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. As Will mentioned last episode, you can use that to buy Apple Care. You can even gift it. You know, you can even gift it as like a stocking, stocking stuffer. Think about it. You could buy an Apple Store gift card to buy an iTunes gift card to take care of your, of your iCloud account. There you go. And I, yeah. I like how they allow you to offer it online so you don't actually have to go to the store and get the offer. Oh, oh, Tim, I just realized too. My, no, I got something more mind-blowing. You get Apple TV Plus too for free for a year. Oh, yeah. Effect. <laughs> so look at all the stuff you're getting. You're getting a gift card, Apple TV, and you're going to make someone smile on the day of whatever holiday you celebrate. Christmas. Forget it. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about a quick story that came up last week. It is a big thing that could change the direction of your Apple Care. It is time for the news. The news. Breaking news. Select Apple stores are piloting extended Apple Care Plus eligibility beyond the usual 60 days. Now, again, once you purchase any Apple product, 
you have from the date of the purchase 60 days to add on the Apple Care Plus if you did not add it on from the date of from the point of purchase. Well, Apple has heard you. They're testing in some stores where you can actually purchase it between the 61 days and the one year after the original date of purchase. So how do you do this? And if you are in this select Apple store, all you have to do is make a Genius Bar appointment, work with the technician and run through some diagnostics of the device and perform a visual inspection to confirm the eligibility. Again, you cannot bring the device in on the 61st day with a cracked screen and say, hey, I want to buy Apple Care. That is not how it works. It does have to pass the diagnostics and the visual inspection in order for you to add that care on. Um, now, they did throw around the idea of allowing it to be up to two years that you can add the care and stuff like that, whole nine yards, but they have scaled it back to the, within the first year of from the date of purchase. So right now, they're kind of advertising as for the iPhone, but it looks like they're going to extend it for the iPad, Mac, Apple Watch, and the other devices that uh, Apple offers, like Apple TV. It's pretty cool. Again, you have to be in the mindset that this is a pilot program, so the things could change within the program um, once they start testing it um, in the field, but it's pretty pretty huge. I expect this to go worldwide at some point. Apple Care Plus, this, my biggest gripe with it was when I got my new 2016 MacBook Pro, and then I had to wait a year to get Apple Care. Well, in the middle of this, they came out with Apple Care Plus, and they wouldn't allow me to get Apple Care because of the 60-day window. So I wasn't allowed to get Apple Care Plus, and I had to get the old one, but it cost the same amount of money. Right. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, that'd make me angry. No. Yeah. Doesn't make no, any no. sense. Yeah, it makes me angry. So I didn't buy the Apple Care. I did it as a, I fought back against the system. The idea now to give it a longer period of time, maybe a year, maybe six months. I don't know. We don't know how long that is, but I'm, I'm assuming a year. And that would be awesome. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely keep up with it and keep you guys informed and any updates to the pilot program. But that is happening live right now. Apple starting on November 25th until December 2nd. Every Apple Pay purchase will donate $1 to the Global Fund for AIDS. Um, so they, as you know, Apple has always dedicated some of their products and accessories to the uh, Red AIDS program because National AIDS Day is Sunday, December 1st. So that's pretty cool. I mean, Apple is always great at recognizing the AIDS Foundation and stuff like that. Um, another thing off of Apple Pay as well they just struck a deal with Nike. The Apple Card, it now offers 3% cash back on any product that you purchase from Nike.com, the Nike Store, you know, any of their outlets that you can get authorized Nike outerwear products and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. That's that's probably in line with their credit card if they have a credit card. I imagine it's probably around 3% that they give back as well. You know, kill two birds with one stone and, and sign up for the Apple Card. Kill two birds with one stone. That's pretty hard to do. How can you, I mean, you literally have to throw the stone and literally not only hit the first bird, but the second bird at the same time, which means you have literally killed two birds with one stone. Yeah. The apple car could do it. Yeah, that's right. You can have your cake and eat it too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go donate people. It's a good cause. No, it is. All it's right? a great cause. All right. Stop being selfish. Put a dollar into the pocket and help fight some maids. And I hope you enjoy it. The Cowboys are on their way to a Super Bowl. That's right. I don't know about so, that. So, <laughs> uh, got anyway, loser coach. <laughs> uh, Mr. Negative on the other line here, folks. But we are going to talk about our next subject now. We finally have a product in our hands, and I purchased the AirPods Pro. And now it's time 
for a review of the AirPods Pro. It's TLD. Yeah. People are talking about the AirPods Pro as the perfect Apple product that was released. We have our very own co-host, Will the V, telling you about AirPods Pro. Will, take it on over. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, because you can't say my last name right. All right. (laughs) I came up with a couple things during the AirPods. Now, I've had them now for about a week and a half. Uh, First off, it's really no different as far as pairing it to your phone. It's really absolutely no different. Now, the biggest thing is I had a like a waterproof case I attached to my book bag. Because the case's design has changed, it doesn't fit exactly the same. Oh. But the cool thing was I turned it the other way, and it fits fine. Oh, there you so go. I can still use the same case. I just had to angle it. So as far as the sound noise reducing, our, uh, it's a big pro for me. There is definitely a big difference. So when I went on the bus the first day that I took it, because I take a bus to New York two hours a day and two hours going home. And I turned these on and I realized, oh, my God, I don't hear the bus. I don't hear the sound of the engine. I don't hear any of that. It sounds great. Wow. Like listening to my music, it blocks everything out. So I really, really like that. And it really just gets me in my own zone especially when you're on like a bus or transportation this is like a game changer for me the headphones i use right now are way too big for me i don't like over the ear traveling and stuff traveling thank you yes so i'd rather have something small and this is a perfect item for that also the button pressing now i was critical of that you remember i was very very critical that when they came out after using it for a while i'm less critical on it and the main reason why is because you can pause you could double tap to fast forward, triple tap to go backwards, where in the original AirPods, you could only choose two functions, one thing, two functions, where this has multiple functions. So that made a big difference for me. The transparency features are awesome. Like the fact that I could just hold down a button and then the microphone picks up the sound that's coming through is really, really great. I like the transparency and the buttons, uh, the way I have it set up is the right side is my transparency and the left side is my Hey Siri. That's okay. how I set okay. up my headphones. And then it's also much faster to connect from one device to another. So I'm noticing that the switching between them is a lot better. So those are all the pros of my experience with the AirPods. Now I'm going to talk a couple cons. When the sound is reduced, you know when you have noise canceling headphones and you found like you sound like you're muffled. Yeah. What happens is you don't talk as loud sometimes because you think you're talking louder than you really do, and a lot of people can't hear you that well because you got to speak louder than you think you are. Yeah, it's kind of a mind trick, right? It is a mind trick. Uh, so really, you're not talking that loud, but I noticed that when I'm talking to my wife, she's like, "You sound muffled. I can't understand you because I'm talking too low." That's something you have to get used to doing. Also, one of the things that is a little annoying is it does slip out of the sound reduction. So while I'm sitting down and I'm on the bus and I'm just letting the headphones kind of sit there, they're slowly coming out. Oh. Like very slow. Now, what I did was I was running the medium size buds. I switched them and I did the smaller ones. And they're still doing it. Not as bad, though. But when they're sitting in my headphones for a while and I'm laying back, I'm noticing it slowly kind of coming out. So sometimes I have to push it back in a little bit. And then this is the biggest complaint I had last time, wearing a hat. 
that still gets in the way. Yeah. If you're if you're in a cold area and you're putting that on your head, you will feel the difference because uh, you can't press the. There's no way you can press the buttons if you're covering your full ear. There is no way you can press the buttons. Yeah. Not yeah. To work. Yeah, that's gotta be a little annoying. And my last thing is the battery. I feel like the battery improvement is not there. I don't feel a difference between the battery strength. Now I don't know if that was something they said that was different or not, but I don't really feel that much of a difference on the battery life. Uh, I feel like it's really the same. So that's my takeaway from the AirPods. So you can take what you want from that. You know, everyone's experience is going to be different than mine for what I do with it. It's definitely a step up from the AirPods original uh, second gen or first gen. And having the noise canceling, especially that I travel the way I do, is great. And I think it's worth it if you're on a tr- public transportation a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think it's worth a 249 so I would say the price is right, but you also have to understand the features that will benefit you to like this over the original AirPods. Because you still the original AirPods are very, very convenient. Oh yeah. To have. Yeah. Every yeah. every time I'm in New York, everyone's wearing them. You know, these AirPods definitely are a step up, but if you never had AirPods before and you got this, you're gonna you're gonna love them. Like you're really gonna love them. If you're going from the AirPod one to the AirPod two, You'll see some improvements, but again, it's, it's the same concept of having a, a small pair of earbuds in your ear that you don't have to worry about losing or worry about taking out of your ears when you need to talk to somebody. It just comes down to your personal preference. I, you know, the price point, you know, 250 is a lot of money plus tax, you know, if you really think about it for a pair of headphones. Yeah, it's true, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you have to look at is that will you will you like the noise reduction? Is that the biggest thing? And that's going to probably be the biggest factor is if you want the noise reduction or you don't. And you honestly should when you go to an Apple store, try them both. Try the regular yeah. AirPods and play them, and then try the the Pros, and then you'll make your mind up. Because I'll be honest, me as a personal user of, of headphones in general, I had the the original. Series one, I guess you can call them of the Apple AirPods, and I actually like that design more than the gel design. I don't like the gel in my ears; it just feels weird in a sense. It does feel weird. I mean, I definitely when I'm in an elevator, like like the, that pop sound. Oh yeah, yeah, like oh, it's, it's the worst. Through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go with 36 floors up and down, so oh, man. it's and it goes fast. So you feel that pop noise, that little bit of ear, like the interference with the ear. So even when you're on a plane, you'll probably feel that too. So there's going to be certain times where you might you might get a little bit of pain because of the closeness of your ear, but that's you know again that happens here and there. Yeah, I did. I was just interested because of what you said about the battery life. So it's it's varies if you have the active noise canceling on or off, um, and it tweedles between a couple of hours if you have it on versus off. But it says it promises you to last about 24 hours of total listening time, four and a half hours of constant playback. With active noise canceling. Yeah, I, on. I definitely don't get. I def. You know, a four and a half is not. I, it, it's there, but it's like not. I don't think it's really four and a half for me. I feel like it's more like three and a half. Three and maybe. Half. Yeah. Three and a half, maybe four. Maybe not even that. I also want to make our listeners wary of the. Again, any kind of product that comes out with Apple, there's always the attempt to make a knockoff product. Um, so there is a lot of products out there already that are replicating the exact same style and trying to replicate the software that the AirPods Pro offer. However, the major differences that I'm finding that the knockoffs are lacking is the ability to have the actual active noise canceling on and that transparency mode that the software offers within 
the AirPods Pro. But there's a lot of versions that are out there that actually look almost identical to the build of the AirPods Pro itself, even the charging case. They're all over the place, too. I see them inside of BJ's. They have these fake AirPods. There are benefits to having these Apple ones, especially with the switching between the two. Sure. You know, this yeah. is not one device to one device. This is able to understand all your Apple devices together. So there is definitely going to be knockoffs that are like 95 bucks. I think I saw. I think yeah, it was $95. Yeah. About. Yeah. So I saw that. But yeah, don't buy a cheap pair just because you want to. Then, then you're just doing it to have the look. But do it because of the what it brings you. Yeah. And then don't bring them to an Apple store saying, oh, these AirPods aren't working. Because you know someone's going to do that. And they'll laugh at you. Please, people have brought in Samsungs at the Genius Bar to fix. Oh, that was so funny. Those those yeah. times are always really funny. That has happened. <laughs> and they don't understand, you know, like, they're like, wait, what? I thought, and people, because people think it's like a phone store. They did just fix right. phones. Right. Someone actually came in there one time and looked for and Nintendo products. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my review of the AirPods Pro. Go try them on. I think that's the best way you can understand them and know the difference between the AirPods and the AirPods Pro. But now we thought we'd end the night with something fun. Now, we already did this once, but we want to do it again because it was very fun to talk about. Hearing customer feedback to their store experience. So now we are once again going back down memory lane. It is time to review Apple stores from the customer. Ooh. I told my Apple Care that I could walk in the store and get the part. All right, everybody, welcome back. It is the final segment for the Think Different podcast, and we are going back down and talking about some of the great reviews that some of these amazing customers or terrible customers have left to different Apple stores. And we are using reviews from Yelp and Google. So I have one right off the gate. Now, this one just happened, by the way, uh, two days ago. Ooh. Okay. At nice Apple and fresh. Store. Nice and fresh. Now, actually, this is a positive review. We're going to start positive. Okay. So, here we go. This customer states that they stopped by without an appointment to get an iPhone battery replacement. I had a short wait in the queue. Replacement was done by their estimated time. I would use this shop again. That was much different two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you couldn't do that. No. But remember, they, remember, everything's changed now. The batteries are pretty much in stock at every store now. And they have this new quote system that allows them to know exactly when it will be done based on how many repairs are already in the system. Before, That's awesome. we just guessed. Yeah, we it just, was just a guess. It was just a guess. That was so funny. Yeah, so we no longer guess. So this guy walked in, got exactly what he wanted. Now, he's left two reviews at other places. I also look to look at what other reviews they've left. Uh, so he had a great experience, and that's great. And that's and let's. I, I would hope that that's not happening anymore, where people are being misquoted. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, if anything, they're gonna beat beat their expectation than they're not, than not. So let's uh, turn the tables and turn into a bad review. This one is also fresh off the press. Her name is Margie, and she gave it one star, and Uh-oh. she has this to say. How are you going to email me, ask me to call you, then have me on hold for nearly an hour? What? Question mark. Everyone on lunch? Question mark. Also, thank you for reassuring me my Apple Watch repair was covered and would be at no cost to me when in reality it's $160. Complete joke. Hmm. What are your yes, thoughts I on just that? Sound, that just sounds like a uh, 
genius admin goofed up and read the wrong uh, portion of the service agreement and to- told them the wrong price. And then they had to eat their own words because it actually cost the customer money. Hmm. I also, I, I, I would hope I that, fi- I would hope that because of this experience, when the customer came back in, that they would get that price adjusted back to zero because they were promised it was covered. I would love to know what the actual service agreement stated. That's what I would like to hear. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. I, I think that'd be very important for reviews about the Genius Bar that they show their work authorization of just the portion that shows the notes that the actual tech writes up. Because I'd be very curious to know what they wrote. Now, if they wrote that it would be covered under a limited warranty, uh, the only thing I could think of is that they found physical damage. And, right. you know, that could be the only thing I could think of why the price jumped up a little bit. But the fact that they said they're hanging on hold for nearly an hour, so that I'm just very curious about that. That seems a very long time. Yeah, I mean, you know, it or, is around the holiday season, but an hour is a long time, especially if they're trying to, like, time. figure out where the order is and stuff like that. And what Will's attesting to, again, we've we've reiterated multiple times on our show, uh, every time an Apple Watch is repaired, it's not repaired in the store. It is sent out to a out, outside facility to be repaired at. Um, so what Will is describing is every time it's sent out, it's sent out with under the visual inspection that they have in a store. But there's actually further diagnostic tools that they use at the repair centers that are able to discover um, for, if there is further damage or um, malfunctions to the device and that's why it is always up to being requoted and that is in the service agreement um, so she might have not read that but it is in the service agreement no one reads the service agreement let's face it uh, I know <laughs> alright well what do you that's got true. alright so I had one this was an updated review so they wrote a review before and they updated it originally they gave a they, get, they had to replace her phone recover the data and they were able to help her out very well with her experience. Now, this is the update. My, how it changes. Apple sucks. The Genius Bar is, is only for certain types of issues now. Hiked all the way to the mall, only to be turned away and scheduled with a phone agent. I want in-person service. Okay, wow. so let's talk about that. All right, so let's talk about that. That's a good one. So, yeah, so everybody who's listening right now, if you are going into your store complaining about issues with your mail app or it's not working fast enough or give me another good one, Tim. Passwords. Passwords. Like stuff where it's software only and not hardware related. Do not go to the Apple store. They have changed because the goal is to use Apple Care over the phone to help out with all your issues prior. We talked about when you're trying to book a Genius Bar appointment, the goal is to find out what best works for your situation. And a lot of people don't know to go, people just want the face to face interaction. Well, Apple doesn't want the face to face interaction. They don't. You know, their goal is to, tr- it's true. Yeah, it's true, but. They also discovered the idea that they can save money and time of the customer and the employees by utilizing their over-the-phone services for these type of problems um, and have more people be seen that actually need physical product and hardware help. So I think it's a, it's a good step for Apple. I always thought that when we, were, when we worked there, they always had to frame it better to the customer that, you know, this isn't the best place to do it. The best place is for you to get over help over the phone 
um, you know, there should have been more of a clear indication that it's not so harsh to decline them or decline their service stuff like that. I bet you they weren't. I bet you they weren't harsh. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's just people were upset that they slept all the way over to the store and then they were just denied to go home. And Apple is a very easy support site for you to get help. If you choose, like right now I'm on, like what's happening with your iPhone? And I chose that my, I'm not able to update or restore it. Uh, it's giving me like three options. Send in for repair, talk to Apple support now, bring in for repair, right? Now, if I chose something different and I chose the system is performance is slower than expected. It's not giving me any options to go to the store. So it depends on the situation that you're at. Use the Apple website as a guide to know if you should go to the store or not. You should talk to Apple support first before you do anything. They are available pretty quickly. They can help you out with it. They even tells you the wait time. And if the wait time is long, they tell they call you anyway. They call you back, yeah. You don't have to wait on the phone like a tool like a lot of other other companies do. For me, it, you have to understand if you're going to the store because something is physically wrong with your phone and that a replacement is absolutely necessary based on the symptoms that you're having. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. It's just, again, it's so hard to tell. Like, I told them all the time, but I wasn't afraid. I wasn't afraid to do that. I was like, I was like, I would have said, ma'am, we can't solve this problem here. We cannot well, no, no, help no. you out. No, I, I get that. I just think that we're in such an age that these products, these iPhones, these Macs, whatever, we are so attached to it. They've become part of our lives. And the idea of something's not working, I need to get a fix right away. I'd rather go drive to the Apple store and get try to get a fix instead of sit on the phone for whatever time it may take to get a fix over the phone. I'd rather deal with someone in person. You know what I mean? Like they just want that instant gratification, that instant help that they think that they can get. But in reality, they're not going to get that. It's just going to be a longer process for them. So it's kind of it just needs to go through and a, a way of thinking change, you know, just a systems change. It's going to take a long time for to weed out those kind of visitors um, that just think that, oh, I have a problem. I need to go to the Apple store to get a fix. Um, so it's going to take time to do that. Um, it's, and it, go, it starts with all education and, you know, Apple being kind of in your face about the idea of what, what support is right for you, what support is not right for you. You know what? If they want a solution... They should go talk to Computer Tutor Ted. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't even want to get started with that guy. <laughs> All right. All right. So you're, you're, you're next. Yeah, I got a good one. Uh, good review. Four, five stars. It's a five-star review. I can't say enough hey. good things about this store. We had a phone issue. We went through all the proper steps to fix it. It was a unique problem, but we eventually figured out what was wrong. Every person we dealt with was as nice, knowledgeable, and patient. I will do all of my Apple business here from now on. Uh, I like this review for two reasons. One, that they recognize the idea that they've dealt with other multiple people in their interaction. So typically, sometimes in a handoff, whether it's in the sales portion or the support port portion, you can start with one technician or one salesperson and actually be handed off to someone else um, just for different kind of needs and stuff like that. So I like how she recognized the fact that, that she was being handed off, but each person that she was dealt with gave off these kind of features of nice, knowledgeable, and patient. Um, and I also like the idea that she'll be coming back to Apple to do business there from now on because Apple is a store where you can get kind of all the resources that you need, right? You get your support for your expensive technology and you're able to buy your expensive technology there with the right amount of people that 
are knowledgeable and patient and nice and stuff like that. So I, I like this review a lot. Um, it kind of recognizes the fact of why Apple retail is a behemoth and will never go away in the retail dying age. Retail is still necessary, I believe, for a lot of things, especially Apple, because a lot of times you don't know what the right thing is to get, especially the older generation who never really grew up on smartphones. Like my mother would always ask me for advice when it comes to buying the right phone or looking for the right thing. You know, if I wasn't around, I would tell her to go to the Apple store or if I didn't work for Apple. Retail stores are still there because you need to physically see, see products. But for stores that you really don't need to physically see things, yeah, there are ways. I mean, we just found out AC Moore, they're closing all their stores. Yeah, that was a shock. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all gone. You know, some stores you don't need to go to anymore just to get what you need, you know. But I think Apple products is something you do need, especially that you have to activate phones. So you're always going to need to, you're almost going to always need to go to a store to do that. All right, so I got one more, then uh, then you have one last one we'll go over. So this is from, uh, let's see here, we got five months ago. I actually used to like coming to the store. I used to visit every now and then and look around and buy a few things until today. Okay, uh, so I get there and I get set up for an appointment with a tech. So I get called in and I had some water from a water park get into my house phone. Oh, boy. And it was turning... It, it was and it was turning on into the apple and then turning off. She looks at it for 10 seconds and says, "We need to replace it with a new device." I say no. And then just for the hell of it, I press the power button and the phone's been working fine ever since. The lack of help was ridiculous. She tried to sell me a story about the phone and it didn't even try to help me. <laughs> yeah. It's working fine now. But just wait. I mean, that's the thing what with you, water damaged phones. It's 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 finicky. So you know, they're not going to. You tell lie. me. <laughs> what? You tell me. Do you think this is a good experience? No, I don't think it. I, I mean, I think it's a fun. lot. I think a lot of techs do this. What they automatically assume. The right, problem. because yeah. one of the things that we are taught is if they admit liquid damage by default, it's out of warranty. Now, here's my thing on that. There are liquid indicators to tell you if it's tripped or not. Wouldn't, it wouldn't have hurt to say, you know what? It sounds like they didn't do it as a reset. They just said, oh, well, it's damaged. Like, they didn't even press the power buttons. They didn't do anything. You know, they, did they check the LCI? Did they actually, you know, we just say, you know what, sir? Why don't we open up the phone? And if it's if it has a seal on it, why don't we open up the phone? And why don't we see if there's any liquid inside the phone? But understanding that the risk is if I open it and air hits it, that could cause no more power to happen on this phone because I've done that. Right. I have opened up a MacBook before uh, that was working fine. Then the moment I took it and she admitted there was liquid and I said, well, let me go assess the damage. I open it. I take a look inside. There's a full liquid. Now the device doesn't turn on anymore. And she gets on me for it not working anymore because it was working before she got in here. Even though she admitted there was liquid. Right, right. Right. And that became a fight because my manager had to get involved with it, which took my side, by the way. But from now on, when I opened up anything, I asked for verbal consent that you understand that if I open this and I write it down as well, that you gave me permission to open it. And if it doesn't work after I give it back to you, you understand that's because of the damage from the liquid. Right. And not the damage. And, of, some, cust right. and some customers did not allow that because air does affect 
the components inside, especially if liquid is in there, especially if the liquid's kind of sealed up and it really can't move around. Now that it's freed up with the display off of it, something can go wrong. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying about this when it comes to the tech. I can understand why this guy's upset. It, it sounds like he got helped out on time, but they assumed because of the liquid damage that they didn't do anything. So this is what I have to say to a tech. Always, always offer the option to check the LCI. Always do, an, always do the reset. Always do the reset. Plug it in. Try to do a restore. Try something. But don't just say, oh, it's out of warranty after 10 seconds of looking at it. Just because he admits he had liquid in it. Because we yeah. have a we have a seal. The whole point of the LCI inside is if that's tripped, you're out of warranty. But if it's not tripped, you're still in warranty. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, and we have and we have waterproofing on these phones now. So I think to me that's a failure on Apple. And yeah. I don't know if you can okay. see it from my explanation of it, from where I'm coming from, from a tech side. But one thing I will tell you, when I was a tech, and I, I learned this as I went along. Everyone did this as a tech once. Everyone always said, oh, you got liquid, it's out of warranty. But I learned that that doesn't make anybody happy. No, so, yeah. you know, do everything you can to prove that either he has liquid or he doesn't and try to help him turn it back on. That, that's the goal, right? Yeah, yeah, it's just to get the best service to the customer. A seasoned veteran, Will, is. Thank you. <laughs> All right, right. so let's close out the night. This is a short, and I like it, and it's going to make me laugh. It's a five-star review. Decent waiting time at the Genius Bar. Would highly recommend. Now, this is funny in a sense that, does he like waiting? Like, (laughs) He's like, yeah, decent waiting time, like two hours, you know. I would highly recommend it. (laughs) You get a lot done in the two hours that you wait. So that's funny. But he gave five stars for review, so that's all that matters. Um, So good for uh, this gentleman. We definitely always like to come back to these because we just want to see, you know, how Apple's retail is doing and, you know, yeah. if we see any consistent changes that they've made in their in their processes and stuff like that. Yep. And honestly, it doesn't seem like there's been a big significant change since I left, especially after my experience at Fifth Avenue store. So it doesn't feel like anything much has changed when it comes to the process of the store. And I'm hoping that this is working. That must be a sign that it's working. You know, it, you know, if this is still like this two years from down the line, then I would say that they have a system that works. Techs have to be people in the front, especially who are trying to guide people who need to be in that store and who don't. You're in charge. You decide who goes on that list and who doesn't. That's the bottom line. And if I had, I, and I would be rough on people that say, hey, listen, we're not going to be able to help you here. I'm telling you, we're not. Yeah, we're just going to cause more problems. We're going to erase your phone. That's our option here. Have you erased your phone before? No. Well, then there's no point of being here. Why don't you talk to Apple? At least they can back it up. You can back it up on your own iTunes if you need to. You know, here you're relying on just your, you know, your iCloud. That's it. And then you're going to stay with us until the iCloud's done, which is not happening. Yeah. So, reality is, guys, the store you're good. You're going to have some bad experiences at every store. You know, honestly, there's only one place I've had positive experiences across the board and that's been amazon beyond that i have you know and then my own car dealership believe it or not they're actually very very good oh wow uh well they they take care of me i feel like their their prices are reasonable and they do everything on time i'm looking for that kind of service and if they keep giving me that kind of service i'm gonna keep going there yeah sure sure but also you got to be reasonable too so let's just reality people suck yep (laughs) so all right guys so that's our uh, podcast today. We hope you guys check us out at the Think Different Podcast. Check out our website, thinkdifferentpodcast.com. Check out our Facebook page, our Instagram, 
and our Twitter, which is at ThinkDiffPod. Check us out on the Launchpad DM. That is our platform we are on, which is associated with Podcast One. And remember to check us out everywhere on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You name it, we're on it. Yeah, we're on it. That's right. So, Tim, any final thoughts before you go do your Black Monday shopping? Um, Or Cyber Monday shopping? Yeah, I might be looking to buy a new MacBook. So, uh, stay tuned. Oh, my God, you're going to get a new MacBook. Oh, my God, you're growing up because he can't handle his air anymore. I can't. It's too slow. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Enjoy your Cyber Monday deals, and we hope you join us for the next episode of the Think Different Podcast. Peace out!